0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining me this morning from your homes. You know, this is only the fourth week that we've not been able to be in person, but you know, when you enjoy the company, when you love the community that you belong to, doesn't time just seem to kind of drag on? And it feels like an eternity since I've seen your faces. But, you know what, I'm believing that God is not about to move. I actually believe that he is in fact moving as I speak, because we're going to see a victory in our province, we're going to see a victory in our country, and we're going to see a victory in the world over all sickness because he's a god over all infirmity every knee will bow including the knee of COVID, because he is the king of kings and the lord of lords how can i say this how how can i say this after 15 months of bad news because I know that despite the bad news, He is a God of love and He always has a plan. Even when I can't see it and even when I can't understand what is going on around, around me, this is a faith that we can all actually carry with us. Even though we don't think things are happening in a way that makes sense. We can have a trust in God regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what we see with our natural eyes. Now, if we look at Isaiah, we actually see a a man who, as a prophet, saw more with his spiritual eyes than his natural eyes, which is exactly what set him apart. Isaiah was specifically chosen by God to deliver an important message to the Israelites. The message was redemption and hope and a, a future where they would no longer be oppressed by a power that dominated them. And you know, it was a great message to deliver to the Israelites, but It came to Isaiah in an incredibly intense vision that really overwhelmed him with stress and and real depression because of what was going to have to happen for Israel to get there. If we look at this moment of scripture, we can see that it was a crucial time for Isaiah to trust in the Lord's plan and his faithfulness. This prophecy is actually in Isaiah 21, and just previously Isaiah describes what he sees in the vision as as a dire vision. In the interest of time, I, we don't need to go into detail about what he saw. You can go and read it yourselves. But what I want to focus on today is actually how it made him feel, which is actually in verse 3 and 4, verse 21. It says this At this, my body is racked with pain. Pangs seize me like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear. I'm bewildered by what I see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight I longed for has become a horror to me. You know, This is not exactly the kind of reaction we would expect from receiving a redemptive news report from God. I think one of the biggest points of contention recently in the last few months has been the never-ending flow of bad news. and, and, And for many people, it's actually created a fear of bad news. We know the news is bad, but we can't turn away from it. And the funny thing is, you know, there's a seemingly endless appetite for it as well. Now, for a lot of people, bad news is usually followed by, you know, worst case scenario thinking. And after thinking the worst case scenario is going to happen, you, you actually get the grand finale of being overtaken by like a deluge of anxiety and a sense of helplessness. Don't you find yourself reading or, or watching headlines coming up on your screens and having the same reaction as Isaiah? I'm staggered by what I hear, I'm bewildered by what I see, my heart falters, fear makes me tremble. And lately, just like Isaiah, there's you know some justification for those feelings. You know, far too often as Christians, we think that having these feelings is a sign of failure of some kind, but the reality is that we are in fact just expressing what's on our heart to God, truthfully acknowledging that, that we're troubled, that our heart is faltering is the first step in moving closer to God. It is the first step in seeking Him for comfort, and it is the first step in seeking Him for peace instead of you know, trying to rely on our own minds to try and figure things out. It is the first step towards trust. Have you noticed that difficult times, you know, uh, prayer can be actually be especially difficult? We often default to a solution mode where we try and find comfort in making a plan or figuring out what we can do to manipulate a, a certain outcome. But when you think about it, even that is a way to try and avoid the feelings you have. Isaiah's faith stayed strong despite the difficult news because he was honest about his doubt and frustration, and he believed deeply in God's purpose, not only for his own life, but for Israel. I really think that this can be a stance that we take in a time like today. Despite what's going on around us, our our faith not only allows us to lament on the current state of the world, but also to address our relationship with God. And, you know, often going through difficulty can become an opportunity to renew and recondition our prayer life and, and our relationship with God. Why do I think that? Because you know, all good relationships require us to ask the hard questions and release the uncomfortable emotions. Once those are out in the open, any deep-seated fears or regrets or feelings of unforgiveness and mistrust can actually be dealt with. So as difficult as it may be, difficult times are exactly the right time to press into prayer and, and have an open conversation with the Lord. Be vulnerable before Him because any attempt to resist vulnerability is actually just being fake. That's not what we want. Let's be vulnerable. Let's be genuine. Let's be honest. That is the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross so that we can have a a genuine relationship with our Heavenly Father. This is what we see in Isaiah, and it's, it's inspiring because he doesn't hold back with God. He expresses his deep pain and how hard it is to hear and see him with the burden of what has been revealed to him. But... His connection to God actually deepens during these difficulties. So, you know, let's be real. You absolutely have the ability to know when you are in the thick of it. In these last 15 months, so many of us have faced the impossible, you know, from from tough financial realities to to maybe problems with work security, or maybe things in a relationship have come to a head by being in quarantine for such a long period of time. And, you know, of course, we've seen health issues and addiction become heightened as well. There's so much happening at once, and you know, I'm sure like me, you've often had that, I just don't know what to do or think kind of feeling. And even if it's just a a fleeting thought, most of us have had that feeling. But the truth is this, we actually do know what to do. We know exactly what to do. What are we supposed to actually remember and trust? We have to always, always, always emphasis and bold on the always to remember and trust our Father God. He is a good father. And Isaiah prophetically spoke later in chapter 41, verse 10. Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous hand, a hand of justice, a hand of power, of victory, of salvation. That was an assurance for Israel. and It's also an assurance for all of God's children. Take that promise. Claim it as your own because he will strengthen you. Be assured that he will help you. So whatever we're facing during this time, realize that we have all we need in him. There's no need to strive for it. There's no need to protest for it. We have all we need in him. Justice, power, victory, and salvation. Not in our own hands, but in his righteous right hand. He's our king and the longer you live under his rule, the more you realize that you can trust our king Jesus Christ. He is truth. He teaches us what to do in any situation. He knows like no other because he is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last and, and nothing including death itself is above him. We also can remember and trust that our God, the Holy Spirit, is also always with us. The prophetic declaration of Isaiah declares that do not fear anything for I'm with you. He's always with us in every moment and he can help us and strengthen us whatever the hardship the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead exists within us and will absolutely bring new life to our current circumstances trust that god has a plan follow your king he knows the plan and he knows the way and while we're at it let's ask the holy spirit for help he knew we would need help and there's no shame in asking for it So before we pray together, you know, I I wanna leave you with two questions to think about and honestly consider. These are questions that have challenged me and, and I hope they do the same for you as well. First, have you been honest with God about the depths of your feelings lately? Maybe there's pain, maybe feelings of hopelessness, confusion, anger, depression. I'd encourage you to express these feelings to God. Lament is actually part of the Christian experience, and the Lord wants to know what you're feeling so that He can take you by His right hand and lead you into victory. And second, have you found yourself self isolating from God? We've all been practicing social distancing to do our part, but you know, our spiritual lives are actually not included in that effort. Many of the feelings that we have had lately can can make it hard to press into God, but you know what, that's exactly when we should press in all the more, because going after Him is actually going to dispel all the negative thinking and all the unbelief, and it's actually going to restore our passion towards Him. So agree with me today, let's re-engage with Him. Trusting in God is what brings comfort and joy, even in the thick of stress and crushing difficulties. Faith is what helps us trust God, not only in these difficult times, but for any trial or hardship that comes against us. So let's pray together and receive his peace today. Lord, when we are uncertain about what we should do, show us your ways. When we don't know which way to turn, teach us and direct us. In everything we do, Lord, we ask you to guide us. Lord, we want to trust you. Open our eyes to see you. Help us to see you when we feel alone, when we feel beaten up. And even when we're not sure how we feel, let us know you are here with us. Let us know the depths of the care you have for us. Let us have an awareness of your abundant love. Lord, be our refuge from pain. Replace our distress with peace and be our strength when we feel weak. Help us not to fear the future, but let us boldly trust that you are in control. When our emotions bring us down and and when we feel despair, help us to be still and know that you are God. Lord, we need you now more than ever, and, and we can no longer pretend that we can do this on our own. Be our comforter, our healer, and bring us peace. Give us the strength to to not only endure, but to flourish in this life with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I pray that as you engage or reconnect with Jesus this week, that you will see him moving in all of your circumstances. Take care, and God bless.